Welcome to another episode of Up the Union podcast. We're talking with Tony Ranke about John Newton. We've heard about his life story and his letter writing. Tony, what would it be like to have John Newton as your pastor? How did he look after his people? Yeah, so Newton moves... uh, in his first pastorate, he goes to only, and again, the, the spiritual dimensions and the needs uh, that he faces there are incredible. I mean, he, I don't think he was expecting to see what he saw there. Um, the needs were great. Uh, he, he just... He just had a warm heart and uh, a gracious heart, and he wanted to reach, and he wanted to make a real difference in the lives of the hurting lace makers, as, as he called them. That's essentially what they did in the town. They made lace. They were overworked. Like I said, they uh, were undernourished. Alcoholism, depression were pretty serious uh, things that the, the town of Olney faced, and he went into that need, and he tried to do his best to serve the people there. Uh, he set up essentially weekly meetings for children, and the children just flocked to him. They loved him. Uh, he was a very attractive man in the sense that he he genuinely cared about people. Uh, the Lord genuinely broke him in his conversion, and uh, he, he became a shepherd with just an immense heart for people, and only was a good place for him. Uh, these people were not theologians. They could not follow, uh, you know, a deep treatise on the Trinity. He was there to serve them in some very dark, ugly, nasty days of their lives, and uh, he, he, he took up the opportunity. Like I mentioned, three months in, he publishes his autobiography. He becomes internationally famous. Uh, that's when the letters start pouring in. Uh, so it's not only people and only who need his help. There's people all around the world who are struggling with assurance. They're struggling with alcoholism. They're struggling with the sickness of a child or the sickness of a spouse or the death of a spouse. And they're they're writing John Newton saying, hey, help me. What does God have to say for me in this situation? And so he's just inundated from all angles uh, with spiritual needs and uh, uh, he would point to those children's meetings and say that's where he, really where he learns how to speak simply, straightforwardly, and about Christ. And so him ministering to those kids early on in the town really shaped sort of how he did ministry to adults. And it shows in his, his sermons, but it especially shows in the letters that he wrote uh, to people all across the world, but also uh, in England. It seems like a, a really radical turnaround Uh, from somebody who only cared about himself to somebody who spent his time with children and writing volumes and volumes of letters to people, uh, giving advice and care. It just seems an amazing uh, change of direction in his life. It is amazing. And I think it shows just the depth of the brokenness of his conversion. I mean, this was not, he did not just write an autobiography and, and, you know, make the language freely and make, you know, fill out the the language and try to make it look dramatic. It really was dramatic. He really went from being a self-centered jerk who hated authority and who was totally self-consumed and self-centered to a man who was deeply, deeply moved by God's glory and seeking to to honor him above all things and uh, you just humanly there's no there's no explanation for Newton that makes sense apart from God's amazing grace breaking a wretch I mean breaking him in half and that that shows up in his pastoral ministry his conversion was legit and I think we see that uh, by the way that he cares for people and only mm, what a great model and example for church leaders today Next time we'll be hearing about what Tony thinks is the central message of Newton's life and ministry. So make sure you're listening then.